This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to the End in Mind podcast. I'm your host, Caitlin, the owner of Meraki Media Management. The End in Mind is a place where we come to share stories, tips, and strategies of many entrepreneurs, creatives, business owners, and just some people that aren't willing to live the traditional lifestyle. We talk about how to live outside of the box today and how to incorporate what really is important in your life to keep that end goal always in mind. Again, if you would like to reach out to me in any type of way, you can find me on Instagram at Meraki underscore media underscore management. And I hope to hear from you all soon. Thanks so much and enjoy our show. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the End in Mind podcast. I am your host, Caitlin, and I am super pumped for us to be back for another solo episode today where we are going to break down why your audience does not have to be bigger to be better. So a lot of people always say, since I work in social media, that their goal is to go viral, which, you know, if you've been following me for a while, you know that I call <laughs> that goal the viral spiral. That topic actually overlaps well with today's topic because when we're focused on only growing our audience or only awareness, and then we're not getting the ROI that we want in our business, a lot of the times that's because there isn't a call to action or we're only focused on the numbers and we're not really focused on converting. So let me give an example of when this has happened for me in my business. Um, I've also seen this happen in a lot of my clients' businesses, people in my community. It's very natural uh, because what happens to our human brains is we start to focus on maybe not the right thing that doesn't align with our goal at hand. So for example, a few years ago, I was working with a coach and one of the things that she said to me was, why don't you start focusing on your current clientele instead of always looking for new leads and looking to generate more income outside of your current clientele? And I said, you know, well, that's what I thought successful business owners did, that they're constantly marketing, that they're, you know, constantly putting themselves out there. And you know what she said was, 
what will actually end up happening is you will burn out and you won't be able to cater to that many people in your audience. And she was exactly right because at that time, I did not have the team that I needed to be able to fulfill, you know, 15 management clients at a time at a high level. So my team wasn't prepped. I wasn't prepared to write content and create and post and schedule and do all of these things for 15 management clients myself. So I was really putting myself out there and over promoting my business and I wasn't able to onboard those clients successfully. So a lot of the times at this point in your business, maybe you're a few years in and you've created a lot of really great relationships and your audience seems to be like booming, right? All of these leads are coming, it's really exciting. But then you don't have the manpower or the level of execution that you need when you are onboarding these clients. And again, this is so normal in business because really we don't know till we try, you know? So, so much of our business is experimenting. And that's why I really wanted to share this topic today with you all before the new year. So when you are doing your 2024 planning, if you haven't already started yet, I would definitely suggest getting going sooner rather than later and looking at what your capacity is like. Because when you are constantly focusing on that awareness aspect, it actually sucks so much of your energy. So for example... When I was a solopreneur and I was doing all of the management myself, doing all of the lead generation, keeping up with all of the clients, and then also having sales calls and onboarding people, I was not able to be my best self because I knew that I wasn't able to operate at the level that I needed to because I wasn't even really having time to sleep, you guys. Like this time in my life, I was working all around the clock And nothing was at the level that I needed it to be because my team wasn't equipped. So when you think about growing your audience, really the first question you should ask yourself is what is my capacity? What is doable for me now so that as I generate that income and I have more and more money coming in, then I can decide, build that lump sum, invest some of it back into the company, maybe bringing on another team member and allowing your business to expand that way. So you really have to take business development slowly and a lot of coaches you know they add this urgency or they'll talk about a selling process where you're applying urgency onto the client because you need to hit a certain amount of income goals well i have even worked with businesses myself that i've run into certain situations that i explained at the beginning in my own business where they have brought me on as clients and they're not equipped to offer or produce what they promised. So this is something, again, that is normal in the business world. And if you've experienced this, it's okay. Please give yourself compassion and love and know that you may have to slow down to speed up. This is a common theme on this podcast I will stand by this till the end of my days. This is the most important thing in your life, let alone in your business. 
really if you go it's kind of like when you plan a business without a proper foundation right that's kind of how you can start to think about this so when you start marketing yourself online and you're only focused on the numbers what's going to happen is you will naturally not give that same amount of energy to current clients or even to potential current clients because you're only focused on getting more sales calls, right? So it's kind of like when you think about being present versus not being present like in a relationship or in a healing way of being, you know, with trauma or something. So if your response is more, 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 more is going to get me to reach my goals, my income goals, right? That's why with a lot of my coaching, we don't focus on income goals alone. We focus on income goals in conjunction with the amount of clients and the capacity that the business owner has if they're operating as a solopreneur at that time. If they have a team, then we start to calculate what is their capacity for that team. And again, your calculations might not be perfect, but at least you've set it up with the intention of knowing what is doable and what is not before biting off more than you can chew from the jump. Because what that does to our intuition is it just continues to make us second guess ourselves and we can go further down that rabbit hole of procrastination, putting things off, you know, not getting the right clients through the door. So when you lead with the intention of basically gathering all of your goals as a business owner and then working backwards from there, again, to look at the space that you have, that is what's going to be the most fulfilling and that's what's going to be sustainable in your company. Basically what happens when you are not operating from this stability place, again, you won't be able to offer your current clients the level of service that they need to possibly even stay on and grow with you. So with my company, as most of you know, With our management side and our coaching side, we operate on a monthly system. Now that's set up because that's what I prefer. Now if you operate out of like a product-based business, you're probably looking at needing more awareness, right? Constantly because you're not having that repetitive type of client come back to you time and time again. But if you're in this service-based business, that's really what I'm speaking to today because you don't need all of the constant, constant awareness, constant audience growth. You know, you actually just need to build with your current clientele and keep them on for years and years to come because that will be the most stable income that you have in your business. So if you do just have a profit or excuse me, a product-based business and you're wanting more stability when it comes to your income, that might be somewhere where you're looking at a community where people can buy into to learn more about your product or like continued education, right? Where you're selling a course or selling some sort of training where then you can start to project your income coming 
each month, right? And you are able to see those numbers or you're running a consistent ad where you're able to repeat that process over and over again. That's also a way you can start to project your income. But a lot of people go into business thinking, the more connections I make, the more wealthy or expansive my business will become. But what happens, and this happens a lot in networking a lot as well, is you actually end up losing those contacts versus focusing on a few networking groups catering to those relationships and then building off of that in time will actually end up filling your pockets a lot more and a lot more sustainable way. So it will actually become more repetitive. You can bring those potential referral partners on and really build a solid foundation for your business because When it comes to social media, everybody is focused on the numbers. And this is a thought that I want to continue to challenge because as we look at our mental health as business owners, really what we're mainly focused on is income. But at times we get pulled into this suck of social media. This happens a lot with influencers. This also happens with my clients when they have a surge of an uptick, right? Maybe they a video they put out did go viral and they have a bunch of new followers and now they're trying to cater to that clientele and it's really like keeping up with the Joneses because they're constantly focused on the numbers that they're not even focused on the current courses that they're running or current clients that they're working with. So it ends up taking all of their energy and they're really not focused on the right thing. So when you think about your business and where you put a lot of your time and energy, I challenge you to ask yourself, how much time are you spending real real work with clients, right? Actually one-on-one hours works with clients. Are you doing research in what you're going to bring to those client calls? Are you connecting with those clients through social media, you guys? I see so many times when we get management clients, they might not even be following their current clientele. So sometimes with Instagram, there's like a glitch. I'm sure you guys have seen this where I've followed someone and then I'm like, whoa, Why does now it say like a week later that I don't follow them? So this is something that you just want to be on top of. When Instagram does these updates, the codes basically fall through. So like whatever happened during that update, it actually doesn't end up being like um, added into the data system that is like Facebook and Instagram. So that's why sometimes it will come back that you hadn't followed them. But this is one of those things that you want to follow up with, right? And you want to make sure that you're on top of because the more that you're connecting with your clients on social media, like for example, All of my clients are at the top of my feed and I engage with their stories whenever I'm on there. You know, I will write back to them, comment on their posts, shout them out if they're running some sort of promotion. Like I think a lot of us hold our account so closely to ourselves that we forget that we can actually promote our clients, you guys. We can be their biggest support system. We should be doing that so we continue to stay top of mind and they feel the love, they feel the 
support, right? And we're holding space for them on these platforms. So I know that these tips sound really simple, but a lot of the times, again, these are things that are overlooked in businesses. And it's actually some of the biggest reasons why a lot of businesses fail because they are constantly focusing on more, more, more instead of what they have right in front of them. And you know, this is a common human theme, right? We could take this and apply this to anywhere in society truthfully where we're constantly you know keeping up with the joneses that comparisonitis and that's really the toxicity of the this online entrepreneurial environment that we have to be aware of in making sure that it is not taking your energy because it will not serve you and it will not serve your business long term Okay, so even though data and numbers is very important, which I know you all come to this show to hear a lot about, I always share this, but I'm going to say it again. We look at these numbers once every 30 days, okay? Once every 30 days. All you need to be focused on with your numbers is what is based around your goals. So was your goal to get two more clients this month. Okay, if that's your goal, then on social media, you should not be looking at your reach, right? You should be looking at your engagement. You should be looking at your direct messaging. You should be looking at website clicks that you got that month. And you should be focusing on how you cultivated relationships, not how many people you reached, but how many people have actually plugged in, communicated with you, converted to sales calls, and then how many have actually you onboarded, right, from that month, looking at your data from that sense. But you should not be focused on again, going viral or getting a certain amount of views, there may be a season of your business where awareness is needed. So for example, when you come up to a time in your company where your books are full, right? In that explanation that I shared at the top where I was still onboarding people knowing that I didn't have the capacity, right? Because I didn't even slow down to ask myself that question. So that's why it's very important that you do that in knowing, okay, maybe I onboarded three new clients in the past month. That's a lot of onboarding that you just did. Now we need to settle in, build these relationships with these clients. Then that following month may be when you are focused on growth or awareness of the audience, right? That's maybe where you're focused on hitting a different number with a reel. But you're not only fixated on those numbers because you're catering to these three clients. So when we onboard a client, most of the time I am unplugged from social media for that week because I'm pouring so much into that client. So then the following month, again, we might not be focusing on onboarding. We're focusing on expansion of the audience so that when we have another launch period where we are onboarding, that audience is warmed to then be onboarded. 
I hope that's kind of making sense, those sequence of events, because as you onboard your clients in that month, right, where you maybe got two to three more clients, that should be your main focus. Like social media will come. Of course, you can stay consistent with your content writing, whatever that strategy looks like for you. For me, I like to batch my content. So I save all of my intuitive ideas in a note, and then I unpack it in a podcast episode. And then I ship it off to the team to be ready, you know, to be prepped and go out to, you know, my social platforms. So that's just how I prefer to do it. Most of the time I'm writing four weeks of content at a time and then I'm done for the month. That's what gives me peace of mind currently in this season of my business. Now that might be subject to change, right, in years to come. But this is, again, an importance of knowing, okay, I have a consistent marketing you know, schedule going out every month. And then within those different numbers, that's when I'm looking at what are our goals, right? And that's how the content might adjust based around the goals for that month. So while I'm catering to my current clientele and onboarding them, building that relationship in that first month where I just brought them in, my my content is like on the last of my to-do list because I know that if I don't give this time and energy to these clients up front, I won't be able to have a sustainable company and possibly even grow with them in years to come. So one of my very first clients that we had under Meraki has been with me since like literally she and I worked together as a mentorship like that's what Meraki at the beginning was for social media management and um, we met in person like she's local to my area and she's been with me you guys ever since (laughs) that first year of business and it's because she and I continue to build our relationship. We email at least once a month. She's constantly chatting with our team about content edits. Like we're staying on top of those relationships. We hop on the phone once every three to four months, staying connected. And then of course we engage with her social media, you guys. So this is what, again, I think a lot of business owners are always focused on more, more, more higher income, you know, expanding the business when really we're unable to expand until we understand what the capacity is, what our numbers are, how we're able to cater to our current clientele, and then you can grow from there. Don't put the cart before the horse, right? slow down, make sure that you're able to cater to the current businesses that you've onboarded or potential clients, and then continue to expand in months and weeks to come. Take away some of that urgency for yourself because no one else is applying it but you. And I think a lot of us also think, okay, well, everybody's watching our numbers and everybody's like judging us on social media. I guarantee you they are not. And um, upcoming topics are actually going to be about like credibility. Actually, that will be our next solo episode uh, to wrap up the year. So we're going to tackle more of those credibility worries that you may have for your business and um, share how you can overcome some of those concerns. So 
for 2024, which is really exciting. So love you all so, so much. I hope you have are having a great holiday season. And I know this time of year is very busy. And that's why I wanted to remind you all to slow down, you know, stay connected to what is doable for you and making sure that your capacity and your plate is not overfilled. Okay. Love you guys so much and see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to The End in Mind. I would like to remind you all, if you haven't yet reached out to me on Instagram, we are at Meraki underscore media underscore management. It will be in our show notes as well. If you would like to reach out to me, we always offer free coaching through Instagram based around our Instagram training and our business Instagram practices. If you need any type of support, please do not hesitate to reach out to me there. And we also offer several different types of consulting and training packages if you're looking for a little bit more in-depth tips. So thank you all for listening in. And of course, I want you all to keep the end in mind as you continue with your day and or work week. Have a great week and I will see you all next time.